Better? All right. Yeah, that's better. Perfect. All right, let's get started, guys. Well, welcome to the Power Half Hour, everyone. Today, uh, we have very, two very special guests, and I, I'm just so honored and, um, you know, so grateful that they took the time out of, out of their day to uh, share with us. And these two are my very first mentors in the business. Um, they taught me, uh, you know, not everything, but a lot of what I know uh, in, in real estate here in Greater Vancouver, and I can't wait for them to share. So Danny Chow and Selena Kai from the Chow and Kai Group, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for having us. Hi, everyone. Awesome. Well, hey, guys, um, you guys look super young, um, but you've been in real estate how long now, Danny, Sal? I've been, this is probably my 20, going into 26 years now. 26 so, years? Yep, 26 years. Whoa. Started, started in, uh, started in 95 with uh, kind of part-time with uh, Rennie, right? And then basically graduated in uh, 96 and went, went straight into it since 96. So yeah, it's, oh, been, it's been a long time. Yeah. So you have a very um, funny story of how you got started. You did tell this on uh, Tony's podcast. Can you share with us how you got started in real estate? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I guess back in 95, I was uh, going to BCIT and kind of had a part-time job while I was going to school. And it wasn't the greatest job. And uh, one day I showed up uh, showed up to, to, to school early. And back then it was, uh, they had um, kind of like a, employment centers for people to look for work and everything as opposed to online stuff and online postings and everything and so I went in there and I think it was like if I remember correctly it was like 8 30 in the morning is when they when they open up and I walked in there and I noticed a girl had posted um, a job posting on the wall and I, I took a look at it at the time and I was like it was looking for a real estate host and I was like oh, okay well that's what I'm getting into and I kind of looked around and nobody else is looking so I end up taking the posting off the wall and uh when i took the posting off the wall i applied for the job and i guess probably about a week later i got a call from uh bob bob randy's assistant at the time for an interview and seeing the interview went very well and everything and she and she's like oh we um a week later she's like oh would you uh would like to hire you are you interested in the job but i said no definitely for sure and she's like well this is quite quite different this year because uh you're the only one to apply for the job this year. And I was like, oh, I go, everybody must be focusing on school, I guess. And that point onwards, I, I, I don't know if I was actually qualified for the, for the position. I just didn't have any competition. But that's kind of how it's all started from, from, from 1995 as, as a part-time job. And uh, been working there ever since. And after graduation, 96, it's just been full-time. And kind of, uh, yeah, just working from starting out in the, the pre-sale side of things for probably close to the first 10 years of, of being, being in the business and then kind of switching over in probably 2007, 2008 around there, just a little bit more focused on the resale side of things, but also mm -hmm. a presence in uh, pre-sales. So it's kind of a quick summary in terms of how I got started. And I'm sure there's not enough time here for, for me to tell you kind of the, the whole entire timeline because uh as you know john it's yeah it's been a it's it's been good for the last 25 years so oh my goodness and you're you're barely uh what, what are you 43 years old right now <laughs> no i was uh 
I'm 40 right now. So I started when, how old was I? I started when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> pretty close, pretty close. Just a phenomenal story and just goes to show how curious you were, how hungry you were as a youngster, you know, jumping right in and, and 26 years later, still seeing the passion in you. So just kudos to you for, for keeping that energy up. Um, yeah. Selena. Yes. Selena, how, how did you get started? Um, so I come from a real estate family. My mother um, was a realtor. Three of my aunts are realtor. And right now my younger brother is also a realtor, Derek Kai uh, with Rennie. So growing up, um, I actually wanted to be a teacher. Hmm. So my dad actually sat me down and goes, oh, being a teacher is great. Um, it's great if you marry somebody, somebody and combine your incomes and you can spend time with your kids in the summertime. But, you know, as a single income living in Vancouver, it'll be very difficult. Um, and my dad thought I had potential to do what my mom did. Hmm. So he's like, oh, you should look it up. But my mom is a tiger mom. So she's like, there is no way you're going to get a real estate license without getting a university degree. So I went through the whole Bachelors of Commerce program specializing in real estate uh, through UBC. During that time, I was living on campus and I was working a part-time job at a higher-end fashion store. And when I graduated, that owner of the store um, knew that I was going to leave. So instead, she fired me that day that the manager <laughs> told her I was planning to you know, go, go towards a different career. So the manager felt super bad. And at that time, she's like, don't worry. I'm really good friends with Bob Rennie's right-hand guy, Kevin Wong. So I'll introduce you guys together. So I, I was introduced to Kevin Wong and uh, we did a little interview and he says, I don't have anything right now that would fit your qualifications, but um, we do have a receptionist position uh, for Bob Rennie's office. If you're interested, I said, no problem. I was living at home. I was like, no problem. $21,000 a year. That's more than I make now. So I just wanted any opportunity to get into that company. So I was Bob's receptionist. I started wow. out with this. Um, and Bob knew, I think, you know, when there are people that are so successful out there, probably has some genius characteristics as well. Um, he knew that I was destined to be a realtor. Mm. So he just said, you know, when there's a good project, I will put you on it. And he put me as actually below Danny. Danny was a salesperson. I was the coordinator wow. for a project called Casina and Denya in Cole Harbor in Vancouver. And I had a lot of leeway being in my coordinator role because I was already licensed. So a lot of the times, um, Danny and the sales team let me do the tours. Mm. And I think at that point, um, I was converting the people into sales. And Bob, one day, I think he, he pulled me aside and he's like, the next project, you'll be the team lead. Wow. And then somehow, like, the market <laughs> kind of went up. Danny and I became like, you know, a lot of the projects we worked together and we would probably sell like four or five high rise towers at the peak of it a year. Wow. Yeah. Just you two? Well, we had other salespeople, a part of the team, right. but we were probably the ones that were looking after um, the entire building. That's amazing. What, what a start. So you guys together were selling four or five buildings a year and the market was just on fire in terms of pre-sale, pre-construction if uh, people aren't from Vancouver. Now, then you parlayed that into uh, Rennie resale because all the buildings were completing. So when did you guys make the transition to resale? 
I think it was around 2000, 2007, 2008 is kind of, we, we saw the opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, at that time, it was kind of a, a, a weird time. It was kind of the recession period, and, right. but we just kept at it and just, we decided to turn our focus to more on the retail side of things. And it was, it was crazy at that time when, when the buildings were finishing the listings. And I think it's just building jumping ahead of myself, but it's just really just in part of the business, just building those relationships with people, mm-hmm. right. And building all this, all the, all the relationships we made with people back in the day through the pre-sales and just loyalty is another thing where you keep in touch with your clients and everything. It just, uh, yeah, it, it just kind of, it's kind of branched from there. Like the biggest thing with the, our business is like, I would say a majority, a big, big majority of our business is through referrals, like mm-hmm. referrals and family and friends is, is kind of what our main focus is. And it's just kind of branched off from there. Yeah, it, it's crazy. I mean, guys, if you don't know who uh, Danny and Sal are in locally here, they are absolute legends. And they don't do any marketing. It's strictly by referral. And look at just how humble they are. You, you guys put in the grind in the in the pre-sale world for 10 years. And Danny, um, you told me, I, I think it was 2009, you, you guys did uh, 200 transactions, just the two of you. Is that correct? Yeah. Well, yeah, basically, individuals and we partner up on uh, all our listings together, but we also do our own individual um, buyers and everything. So it just really just the two of us that, that are doing all those deals. And I think, yes, we have some help on the side for doing showings, all that kind of stuff. But the main the main thing, just really myself and Selena, we don't really have a, a team, so to say, that, that works under us. So That's yeah, it's, it's, it's been, been pretty busy. So, Danny, I want to bring up this story that you told me a while ago. Um, it really hit me um, when you said a lady who was, um, you know, a Chinese lady with a, a plastic bag walked into a, a pre-sale center. Nobody would talk to her. And you were the only one that gave her time and gave her the advice. And then, you know, lo and behold, she's like a, a millionaire. Tell us a little bit about that that experience and how that client turned into multiple multiple transactions over the years. Yeah, I think I think it's one of those things. It's just at the very beginning of, of getting into business, there's always challenges, right? And I think the, the biggest thing for for myself at the time when I had started, I was 21 years old. So at the time in, in 20 years ago, like there wasn't very many younger realtors, so to say. And me getting the business, it was like yeah at, at the time I, I was like one of the younger people and i i said to myself like how 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 am i gonna do this because if you go to somebody somebody's gonna look for a home which is one of the biggest investments in their life it's mm-hmm. why would they use somebody that that's that's new as opposed to somebody that's got experience right and right. i just put my i just put my mind to it and like i said going back to the story like she was which I'll touch base on shortly. She was like one of the people I met, but one of my very, very first clients that, that I remember uh, working with was this um, nice lady. Um, it was on a pre-sale project and she didn't, she didn't drive and she lived in uh, Coquitlam and she was only available on Fridays. And I took the time and I said, okay, well, we're not open on Fridays, uh, but if you like, and if you're open to it, I don't mind coming to your house and, and presenting this project to you, which wow. was rare because presentation centers everybody comes to use during certain period of times right yeah. so i offered this to her and i i took the information to her showed her the project and within i think it was like a 45 minute meeting she bought three units off me and what? those are the first <laughs> those are the first three sales i ever made so oh my goodness 
So I think that that was, that was putting putting yeah, just being a little bit different and being a little bit out there. And then getting back to your story about this lady. So this other lady probably in the early 2000s, she came to the presentation center and nobody would give her the time of day. And basically I went to talk to her. And at the time she had about two properties off me right off the bat, right at that, at, at that time. And then from then till now, I think it's what, I guess about 20, 20 years later, she's probably bought about 15 properties uh, off of me. And she's still, she's still buying places. So. Oh my goodness. And she still yeah. walks around with her plastic bag in her hand. <laughs> uh, I think she's got two plastic bags now, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. So guys, listen to this. I mean, it's all about customer service, going that extra mile. And it, 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 he, Danny just put his mind to it. There's nothing like more to that that you can do as a young realtor, but he put in the work which I, I do want to transition to. I think Sal has a, a, a different skill set, but, but also very customer oriented. I remember Sal, 2015, I was on the phone talking to 50 people a day and you were just kind of like smiling in the bullpen. And then you were saying, John, why, why do you talk to so many people that, that are cold? You know, why don't you talk to your own clients and, and keep them updated on the, the sale of their home and or you know the the progress of their home search. If you communicate them with them on a consistent basis, when the deal is done, the the referrals are just naturally come. And that hit me really hard because I was going all cold and then not talking to my clients. So talk a little bit about that, Sal. So I think I mean John, you've done so well. I mean kudos to you and your entire team. It's incredible. Um, but in a, a way. I, I, um, how should I say it? I'm not someone like I'm, I think a lot of us, everyone thinks as realtors, we're completely social beings, but in a way, of course we are social, but maybe after work, we're actually kind of introverts. Like when I come home, I kind of shut down. And I think mm. speaking out there into the industry, not all of us are that wine and cheese mingler and works the room type. I think mm. we are, we can be very social and we are social with our clients, but when we go home, I, I can just, I like to be in my office alone and a lot of the time without kids. But I always, um, my motto is um, when you hire me as your realtor, you have me in a way more than even my children do. Because I will respond to you, doesn't matter, 24-7, right away, you get me. And I want to treat them so well that after the transaction, I don't have to send Christmas cards I don't send Christmas cards. I don't want to send Easter eggs. I don't have to call them for coffee. But when real estate comes up, they will call me and say, Selena, how are you doing? Um, we're ready to list or we're ready to buy. And I think people will remember the service you give. And people will remember that because we're all busy. And mm -hmm. um, if you stay humble and you just, at the end of the day, realize they don't, like my high-end clients, they don't want to be my friends. They like me, but they don't want me to come to their brunches or they mm. may, they may invite me, but I always treat myself as I'm their realtor. I'm providing mm. a service. I'm not trying to become friends and be part of their network. But by doing that, if I don't have that attitude, I instantly become part of their network 
and they treat me as this is the realtor you should use to all their friends and family. But if you have the attitude, you know, you need to show them what you want to show them, like, oh, you're so successful, like mm -hmm. whatever, whatever. It doesn't necessarily work to your advantage. I think at the end of the day, be yourself, be knowledgeable about what you want to provide for the client, what you can do for them. And it's always about servicing the client 120%. 120% guys. Um, can I share a story, Sal? Sure. So Selena on her way to a showing guys, this was like a few years ago. I think I was still with Rennie. I think it maybe have been five, six, maybe eight years ago. Um, we got word that Selena got hit by a car. She got hit by a car and then she got right up guys. And then she went to the showing. She went to the showing. How are you so committed to your craft and to your clients, Sal? I mean, it's it's it, if it were me, I'll be like, oh my god, I, I I need to I need to just take a rest. Sorry, I can't make the showing. How are you so committed? Well, I mean, I have to say, I have to owe it to my parents. Um, my mom was really strict with us growing up. She's this like five foot. 90 pound lady um, <laughs> and she was like driving the whip. So there's three of us, there's myself and my two brothers. We're all two years apart, I'm the eldest. Um, you know, as an Asian mom, we totally all played piano. Um, from a young age, we had to play piano three hours a day. One and a half hours before going to school, one and a half hours after school. And then we weren't allowed sports because that would hurt, maybe have a potential to hurt our fingers or whatever. Right. And we had to get straight A's. And when we got straight A's, my mom would say, what, you got 97% in Chem 12? Well, what's, what, you got 3% to improve. So we were really driven by my mom. I'm not saying that's the correct way, because obviously it does create someone like myself, who's a little bit crazy, like I am driven. I... Like, you know, there's a lot of stories out there that I'm having contractions with my children and I'm still on the phone and taking calls in between, but I'm not saying it's a normal way, but I do owe it a lot to my upbringing and how my uh, parents brought us up and the work ethics that they um, were brought up and wanted to instill in us to be successful in life. That, that's crazy. I mean, you, you, after all these years, you're still so committed to your clients. And I, I wanted to ask, I, I don't know if Danny's back, uh, but if Danny's back, like I wanted to ask you guys, how are you staying so relentless um, even after 20, 25, 26 years in, in the business? I, I, you know what? I, I just get up every day and I enjoy what I do. It's not like, oh, I get up and like, what's next. And it, it, it's something I still enjoy doing. It's, it's, I look forward to it and every day's a, a little bit different. Right. And I think the other thing that, that keeps me going on this, is just, just, just the family and just my kids and just, I want them to kind of enjoy the things that I wasn't be able to enjoy when I, when I was growing up and my parents were really hardworking and yeah, I didn't get to do a lot of things that, that, mm. that I'd like my kids to do. Right. And my kids are in all these activities and, same thing, me and my wife, we, we both like to travel, that I'd like to keep on being able to travel. So it, it's always keeps me going, right? So. Wow. And yeah, I mean, that I get it. After you have kids, I, I have two kids now. It still keeps me hungry. Um, how yeah. about Sal? I mean, how? Yeah, Sal's got three kids, by the way. And every time she had a kid, she went back right back to work. No, no mat leave, just so you know. <laughs> um, for me, I'm 
for me, I think I'm driven just naturally inside. Like, I don't know. I mean, um, sometimes you're just born with it. It's just like, you know, John, you have brothers. You're all, you came from the same parents, but you all have different personalities and different characteristics. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, um, I'm a people pleaser. I get a high, it's, it's kind of selfish because I feel good when I help people buy or I win that multiple offer. It's almost like my drug. So I'm addicted to it. Mm. So it's a little bit sad. I mean, I'm addicted to nice vacations and all that stuff too, but I'm also addicted to um, succeeding for my clients and getting, you know, a positive reinforcement from my client as well. It just, I still feel sometimes I'm that high school girl getting, you know, teacher approval, but now it's not my teachers, it's my clients. Wow. So I think that's just how it is for me. I think that you guys are both addicted to deals. That's, that's what I think at the end of the day, it really is a drug, but in all seriousness, you know, you, you guys are both so humble and so kind. And another story is every, every year at Chinese, uh, Chinese year, a uh, Chinese new year, uh, Selena would give um, everybody, including all the agents in the office, uh, a red packet. And every year I look forward to it. Uh, you gave me $10. That means a lot to me. And, and, and to your clients as well, I think like that's just the level of customer service and level of care that you, um, you know, really show everyone around you. And, and everybody's um, inspired by that. And uh, now we get a wider audience to get, get to know you. So after all these years, guys, millions and millions of dollars sold. Um, you have a great life. You have no ego. Both of you have no ego. How are you staying so humble after all these years? <laughs> Let's all answer that one. <laughs> um. I mean, people like Danny that put me in my place, I guess. I don't know. (laughs) Um, uh, I think it's also the the group of people you surround yourself with. It's always, people always say it, but you have a choice. You have a choice in life who you count as your own friends with people that are really big egos and, whatever it is they're into, then you will naturally become like your circle of friends. Mm. Um, The people I like to surround myself with are not necessarily, um, you know, super flashy people, but they're all very educated, very well-rounded, just kind people. Um, Because Mm. I want around people that I like so that it rubs off on me and I'm a reflection of my inner circle. So, I mean, luckily like Danny and I partnered, like he said in 2007, 2008, I count him as one of my best friends. So when I work together, I love it because we rarely get into any conflicts at all. And uh, it's just nice, right, to have that relationship. And I know he has my back. If I need a few days off, like we try to um, plan our vacations so that they're not coinciding. We do travel together like a couple of weeks ago with our families. But mm. usually if I go away, I know that Danny's handling everything and everything's you know, going to be looked after while I'm gone. You are who you hang out with. That's uh, that's all what we always talk about. Danny, yes. how about yourself? What? Uh, how do you I think, keep so humble? I think it's just like like Selena says. Is this? I think I call the spirit influence. Just the mm-hmm. people you surround yourself with, right? And I think myself, I'm just, 
real to, 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 to a lot of people. Like I come with my best friends are from high school and I still hang around with them. We got this group that we hang around with. It's been high school wise. Was it 20 while well, dating myself here? It's been 28, I guess, 28 years now since, since high school, but wow. that's the friends or circle of friends growing up is still my core group of friends that, that I still hang around with. And I constantly talk to and everything. And, and I think like Celine said, just, just the group of people you hang around with. And when you grow up and I grew up with all of them in, in, in high school, we, we grew up in North Delta Surrey and just, yeah, you would just, it was just yeah, not into like the, uh, the, the fancy, fancy things, I, I guess, but just, yeah. <laughs> so you two never bought into that, that life. I mean, and, and guys, uh, Danny and Selena, they, they, they all sell um, upwards of, $5 million listings and even 20, $30 million listings. And look at how down to earth they are. They're just like us. So believe in yourself. Um, the last question I have for you guys is most marriages don't even last a couple of years. And you've been working together for like, what is it now? 15 years. How, how are you keeping it uh, together as partners? Uh, I think it's, 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 <laughs> I think, it's one of those things where when any relationship, I think it's the trust is, is, is really important in communication. So like Selena says, it is, we trust each other. We look after each other. We look after each other's mm. back and when she's away, when I'm away, and that's really important. Right. And I think the other thing is communication just with like any type of relationship, business relationship, mm. personal relationships, communication is really important. I think just open communication with, with ourselves and mm. how we just, always talk, constantly talking so there's no kind of what a, the other person might be thinking that, that that they're upset and I think those that's that's the key those are two things I think it's in the long term it's just the yeah the communication side of things and 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 the trust so communication and trust how, how about yourself what do you think we don't, we don't talk that much about our feelings Danny <laughs> <laughs> work feelings work feelings <laughs> work feelings <laughs> I think another thing is Danny and myself, um, we're, we're normal people. I mean, especially during this whole pandemic, you realize the people around you, other colleagues, other friends, there's some weird people out there. And, you know, lucky enough, Danny and I, I feel we're pretty normal. So um, we also deal with different types of clients. My clientele that likes me may not necessarily mesh with Danny and vice versa. Dan, Danny, like we always say, like he loves that, like all those middle-aged, like older Chinese ladies love Danny. They want Danny for their son-in-law. And they hate me. They're like, they look at me as a wicked woman or something. I don't know. But um, we also know what our strengths are. So let's, and right away, you know, we see it's that middle-aged Asian lady with a young daughter or whatever. Then Danny does most of the talking. If it's another crowd that I have more um, compatibilities with, then I do most of the talking. So it just kind of, we just naturally are in tune with each other. We don't have to discuss it. We don't have a big meeting before a listing appointment. Mm. It just kind of goes with the flow. Um, the other thing is, we're not very techy, as you, you probably know, John. I mean, I barely can do an Excel spreadsheet. So um, Danny and I communicate a lot with WhatsApp. Mm. Our, our, like, we do have two licenses, and we're all on WhatsApp. So basically, sometimes if Danny has the listing, those clients trust Danny. He 
he goes with it. He, he controls that listing. He deals with it. I never have to even sometimes like I'll see the listing, but you know, over 20 listings. So it's not like I'm always having to worry about Danny's listing. And same with my clients. If I'm dealing with um, my clients, they know me better. They don't want Danny interjecting. So I'm the one taking charge of the people of the sellers that I'm closer mm. with as well. So we're really kind of naturally good at kind of organizing um, who deals with who. That's really good. And so it's trust is communication and you guys just mesh really well and you all have your own style uh, to, to, to be versatile with, with your clients that you have. Um, so, I mean, with that all being said, um, you guys are very special. I would say this, like special in the way that you're a great salespeople, special in the way that you're partners after all these years. Um, what advice would you give us uh, newer realtors um, to have them be successful? One piece of advice each. One piece of advice. I think it goes back to loyalty. I think loyalty is that that main group of your, of your clientele. You just remain loyal to them and they'll remain loyal to mm -hmm. you. That's the way of building a business, right? Because if you're going to be working towards referrals, that's, that's one of the most important things of, of, of loyal, like myself, I've been with, with Rennie in one company ever since I started. Right. So I've been loyal mm -hmm. to the company ever since I've had many opportunities that, that come up where people have asked me to join different companies, whatnot, but I've always remained loyal to, to be guilty. That's amazing. You're, you're like Kobe with the Lakers, man. <laughs> That's amazing. So be, guys, be, be loyal to your clients and your clients will be loyal to you. Thank you. Sal, what do you think? Patience. I patience. Think, I think patience. I think it's easy to see the successes of John Sai or whoever in the world, and you want to live up to those successes. Um, but you have to realize years you're getting a glimpse of our success now, but you didn't see how long it took for us to reach this. And I think the first timers or the younger folk nowadays is um, with social media and everything, everyone posts all this success and it's can be really depressing if you're not at that level, but you know, give yourself reachable goals, push yourself, but don't give yourself goals that are just unrealistic just because whoever your mentor is, is doing 50 deals in a few months, like give yourself realistic goals. And then once you reach those, increase them again, push yourself, but be realistic as well, or else you're setting yourself up for failure. Um, I think that's one of the things is patience and work hard because I have people coming to me all the time um, wanting to ask for advice or even my own friends that want to be realtors and they get their license and they say to me, um, you know, Selena, I don't want to make as much as you do. Um, so I don't want to work as hard as you do either. And I just say, that's not how it works. You have to work 200% harder than I do because you're going to be competing against people like myself that have the experience that it comes a lot naturally to us than maybe a, a first time realtor, like our first newbie realtor so i think you have to adjust how you think but patience is a big one that is huge so guys patience in this business is absolutely crucial 
And you got to be loyal to your clients if you want your clients to be loyal to you. And patience um, in, in a Latin word uh, is patai. Patai is uh, suffering. So guys, be willing to suffer in this business. I'm not kidding. You have to work hard. And it took Selena and Danny 26 years to be where they're at today. They're still killing it, still crushing it. Danny and Selena, thank you so much for today. How can we get a hold of you to send you referrals? Well, my, my email, dchow at rennie.com. You can always contact me there. Or my number is 604-765. And the last four digits actually spell chow2469. <laughs> Easy to remember. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks you for having us. Have a great day ahead, everyone. Thank, thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you.